Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. It is the third and final hour of the program Sabah al-Muslim on Radio Islam International. And shortly we'll be joined on the program by Mulana Ibrahim Baum. And today we are looking at the experiences and also uh, the 40-year period that Mulana has spent at the Hamidiyah Masjid. There is a social media post in front of me. Let me read this out whilst we wait for Mulana to come onto the program. It reads, At Asr on the 13th of December 1983, I led Salah for the first time as Imam at the Hamidiyah Masjid in Newtown. According to the Common Era calendar, today marks 40 years of my association with the Masjid. I express my gratitude to Allah the Almighty for bestowing His favor upon me, allowing me to play this noble role of Imamate. Over and above the highlights of any services rendered during this period, my life has forever been enriched by the attachment to the masjid and the many remarkable people I have met and interacted with over the four decades. There are too many to mention, so I would not venture to to name them. One of the most outstanding moments came early in my period where was when in 1984, Mufti Mahmoud Sabrahmatullah spent Ramadan at the masjid. Subsequently, in almost every visit, he would have a program in the masjid. Many other illustrious ulama graced the masjid, and I have had the great fortune of benefiting from them. I have also had the good fortune of witnessing the change in the demographics of the Newtown area. Alhamdulillah, I have been comfortable with both the prominent personalities who were residents of the area in my earlier years and the largely migrant community that now make up the majority of the congregation. Obviously, I ask Allah for His forgiveness for any shortcomings in the execution of my responsibilities. It is my sincere and humble prayer and hope that I will attain the rewards of being associated with the masjid. There is a, a hadith that ends of this particular post. إِذَا رَأَيْتُمُ الرَّجُلَ يَتَعَاهَدُ الْمَسْجِدَ فَاشْهَدُوا لَهُ بِالْإِيمَانِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى يَقُولُ إِنَّمَا يَعْمَرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَأَقَامَ الصَّلَاةَ وَآتَ الزَّكَاةَ رَوَوْ تِرْمِذِي If you see a man committed to the masjid, bear witness to his faith. For verily Allah has said, the mosques are only maintained by those who have faith in Allah and the last day. Establish prayer and give charity. So this was a post that was uh, put out on social media, uh, highlighting the, advi- uh, the the experiences and also the role of Manana Ibrahim Ban at the Hamidiya Masjid. He was driving to the office. Uh, I'm not sure if Manana has reached the offices. But with December on, I don't think it would take so long. But let's see if we are, if we do have Manana on the program after this short breather.
रग रग मेरे अंदाज सेवा के मुझे किस पास का गम है जो मेरे साथ है अल्लाह गरम क्या मुझ पे ये कम है कि मेरे साथ है As he discusses common social issues prevalent in our society today. Tune in to the social program every Thursday mornings from 9 a.m. until 10 a.m. for an enlightening and interesting discussion on widespread topics that affects us all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the social program on Radio Islam International. We welcome our listeners in KZN on Radio Al Ansar also. Joining us this morning is the Secretary General of Jamiat Al Ulama and also the Imam at the Hamidiyah Masjid for the last 40 years, Mulana Ibrahim Baum. And we are discussing uh, the 40 year association to the Masjid, the experiences, the memories, the personalities that Mulana has interacted with in that particular period and also witnessing the, the change in demo. demographics uh, in the last 40 years in that particular area manana assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and assalamu alaikum to all the, the listeners chalis waras manana 40 years mashallah i must say it's a, <laughs> with the fadl of allah it's a great achievement uh, more than achievement manana as i made mention in my clip and uh, the post that i put is that uh, really uh, i i've benefited more from this than I have given any benefit and this is something that I firmly believe it has enhanced my life uh, it, in, in an immeasurable way really uh, it's something that I will never ever forget it is uh, even if I have to live it all over again I'll do it the same way mm. uh, maybe I'll make some changes here and there in terms of one or two things of how you interacted with people but I won't change anything it has been a remarkable journey 
I thank Allah Ta'ala for the opportunity and I like to thank Allah Ta'ala for giving me the opportunity to meet such great people and my only my only fear when I when I uh, thought about this program was uh, I mustn't forget someone that had an impact upon my life and I just hope inshallah uh, I'll try and stay away from that. Mm. Now, Murad, the question that we would like to begin with is that how did your association start with uh, Hamidia Masjid? Because okay. you are from Bella Bella, known as Wombats. The Wombats Kaha or Newtown Kaha, how did the connection happen, Murana? Oh, very interesting. My marhum uncle, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him Jannatul Firdaus and Allah ta'ala elevate his status. Um, you know, when I came back from Karachi, I came back in September. Now, just keep that. Uh, the, the, the dates in mind, uh, September 1983. Uh, I think it around about the 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. I saw when I posted um, on the Instagram uh, that post of 40 years in uh, Newtown, uh, Imran Jassad from Azadwal phone, they said, I can recall being at the airport to welcome back my grandfather and Molana was also in the same plane coming back from Hajj. So uh, in 1983, after I completed, I came for Hajj from Karachi. And um, it was a very amazing journey. So my two colors, my two maternal aunts were with me uh, uh, in Hajj. And my uncle, my father's brother, Marhum Musabai uh, Baam, was with me. And Haji Ibrahim Lorgat from Wombats. So he was referring to that. So I stayed a few months. And one day, my marhum uncle phoned me and said that um, I've arranged for your Jumma in Newtown. Mm. <laughs> you, just, you just graduated. And Newtown was like the hotspot. Newtown was the biggest congregation at that time. Mm. And uh, because of various personalities, there was a great amount of you know, a con- controversy around Newtown Masjid. You know, you used to have a lot of personalities around that. And it was de- regarded to be a difficult place to, to make Jummah because it was always different forces competing for control in Newtown Masjid. Mm. So I told him, I'm not ready. You can't just tell me, like, I think he phoned me on Tuesday and said, this Friday you must make Jummah. So I told him, I'm not ready. I still got to sort out my affairs. And I'll never forget my mother's uncle's uh, retort. He said, how many children and wives do you have? for you to sort out your affairs. Yeah. You just came now, you just go and come and read. So eventually I told him, all right, not, not this week, let us do it after one, two weeks. So his, his intention was that um, make the Jumma there. And at that particular time, because of their various reasons, there were many, uh, you know, uh, imams that came and went to Newtown because it was, a, it was regarded to be a tough position. And um, I will come back to who the predecessors were. Uh, and one of them passed away recently, Mulana Yahya Sallu, may Allah elevate his status, uh, and Mulana Shabir Fakhruddin. And then in between that one year, there was about four or five people who came and left. Mm. So uh, eventually one Sunday morning, he came and he picked me up and we went to different places. So we went to the Sanjalwi house in Mias Farm. And he, he broached the idea with Mufti Bashir Sanjalwi, Rahmatullah Ali, and Mulana Nazir Sanjalwi. Mulana Nazir Sanjalwi at that time was still uh, a trustee of Newtown Masjid. So, um, and uh, Mufti Bashir Sanjali was very, very encouraging. He said, no, you must, you must um, uh, do so. And um, let me just add on, because well, I, don't, I wasn't forget. And um, um, for a long period of time, 
Mufti Bashir Sanjalwi and them used to come to Newtown for uh, for Juma, Mona Ibrahim Mia and Mufti Bashir Sanjalwi. And Mufti Bashir used to be very encouraging. And one day he asked me, he said, your bayan that you prepare. And the time I used to write my bayans, and every every bayan, I still got some of it written, you know, in my yeah. hand scribbling notes. And he used to tell me, where do you where do you prepare your bayan from? And I used to tell him that time, most of it I used to start off from Arif al-Hadith of Hazrat Muhammad Manzur Nomani. At that time it was translated and it used to be a good resource. So Moana encouraged me. So then eventually, one Maghrib, uh, they arranged for me to perform Maghrib in Newtown uh, with all the trustees present. Hmm. So my uncle arranged everything, and um, uh, Allah Taala has given me a good memory, and I thank Allah Taala for this. Mashallah. You'll be surprised if I tell you that that, uh, that 40 years ago, that particular Maghrib namaz, what I read, I read Wajahidu Fillahi Haqqa Jihadi, the last uh, ayat of the 17th Jews, and the second rakat I read Surah Nasr. My uncle used to tell me, he said that first rakat to, to you know, big yellow to, that you didn't read properly, you know. Hmm. But he said the second rakat, you, 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 you settled down and you read much better. So immediately after that, we had a meeting uh, in the, uh, in the you know, extension of Newtown Majin. Now, there were seven trustees at that time. Marhum Said Kachalia, A.K. Mia is still alive. Um, and then Moli Nazir Sanjarvi is also still alive. Mumbai Basurti, who is also still alive, may Allah uh, grant him some relief. He's not well, and obviously because of his elderly age, Soli Ekelwaya, Khalil Bai Hassam, and Molan Ahmed Durwesh. Mm. So all seven of them were there, seven seven trustees. And I've always had, you know, uh, something that I will always remember. These were the trustees at that time of the Hamidia Masjid Newtown. And Khalil Bai started off by saying that, uh, you know, this particular aspect of, you know, paying and remunerating uh, the ulama less he must stop and he said that I'm going to suggest uh, immediately that we start off Morana at 550 rand a month now that time 550 rand was considered to be um, a, a better salary or better remuneration and a, a hadiah compared to um, uh, what other people were receiving hmm. and that's the way uh, my imamat was established I started off in uh, the uh, after that after agreeing upon the, the, the terms uh, they made the, the house available. Now, that house was very amazing. It was a house in Newtown Masjid. Right. Uh, as you climbed up the, Musa, the the member, on the right-hand side, there was a small house. It had uh, one room with a bathroom and toilet uh, with it, and there was a big, uh, like, you know, dining room and a lounge and a small kitchen. Hmm. So, uh, started off there. Now, that place was regarded and very well known to accommodate and house Jinnat. So the people used to used to very fearful, fear staying away. I heard, and with uh, Morana, Marhum Morana Sallu, uh, who passed away, one of the reasons that he left from there was that he said the jinnat used to trouble him. So uh, many people asked me that, how did you stay in that house, and you know, uh, uh, did the jinnat ever trouble you? And I said, no, never ever. But once, once after Ramadan when I was sleeping, there was a heavy, very you know, heavy weight on my chest, hmm. you know, and for a while you you. You were sort of, uh, you know, grappling for breath and b- struggling for breath. Uh, and uh, it was like someone was p- pushing you down mm-hmm. as you were trying to get out of that particular situation. So it happened once. So I stayed one and a half year in that uh, room. 
uh, which was an amazing experience, I, I must say. Uh, I know one or two students uh, came from Karachi at that time, and they even stayed there. Marabul Khali Kali one day came from Karachi, and that time you never used to have a direct flight to Cape Town, so he stayed one night in my small room there. Uh, Marhum Molara Musa Pandor came there. I think uh, he also came there while while I was staying there. So anyway, that's that's where I started off from. And that was the beginning, uh, and that's how I came. Now, when I came uh, to, to to Newtown, and again, I, will, I must always thank the people who managed. That's, that's the so, reason so why. So, when, I wanted I, when to, you came there, you were already married. No, 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 no. I only got married after one and a half uh, year. Oh, okay, okay, mashallah. So when I was, came, I was I wasn't married. Yeah. Oh, you were spending time with a jinnat then. Yeah, it was a, it was a <laughs> Oh, okay. So, mashallah, it, it provides context. So, you got married afterwards, mashallah. Yes, 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 yes. You were saying, Marana, the people we helped you settled in? Yeah, no. For the first time when I came, um, I just sort of settled down there. And um, uh, so, uh, uh, Marhum Musabai Mia was the first meal I had was at Marhum Musabai Mia. And it was an association that lasted for a very long period of time. Uh, after the seven trustees who were there, many of them moved out and they were not as, um, you know, uh, hands-on. And they were not as active in the masjid. So, uh, Musa Baimiya took over much of the running of the the, uh, the masjid. And thereafter, uh, uh, Muhammad Amin Minti took over the, the running of the affairs. So, that was how it started off. One of the first meals that I had was in the house of um, uh, Musa Baimiya. And I still recall that uh, the place where we had, there was an old kitchen unit. You know, it used to be, I think it was cream and red in, in color. If I'm not mistaken, more or less like that. So, yes, these were the type of things. And you started off and you... The first uh, salad that I read was uh, Asr Salad. So, I mm. think I came during the course of the day, settled down, and I read Asr Nawaz. And as I was coming out, Newton had a very a, a perspex board... Um, uh, salat timetable, and also the namas times of the salat were there in a cream and brown color perspex boards. They they used to put and they used to fit in the times in in that perspex board. It had a groove, and they had a sh- shoe a place to to put on your shoes. And I was uh, putting my shoes. Uh, someone asked Marhum Haji Hussein Kuvadia. No, I called Navo Imam Aviloche. You know. <laughs> So who is this new imam who came? So because there were so many imams that particular time, so Marum Hajibai Hussein Kovadia uh, made mention and he said, Eto ava kare jaya kare. Come and go. I don't know how long this one will last. So I, in a very, uh, you know, later on, I mean, uh, before I forget, and I think I just need to make mention, I had a remarkable... Uh, association with Hajibai Hussein Kuvadia, who was an amazing person, very hospitable, loved to feed people. So, you know, his favorite used to be kebabs and chips, you know, give give the people chips and kebabs. So I always used to refer, you know, joke with him. And this is a type of relationships that are built, Malala. Mm. When he became ill, he was in, he was in hospital. And for some time, because of his illness, uh, he was in a coma. And he regained consciousness, I think it was in the early hours of the morning. And among the first things he said was, where is Molana Bam? Mm. You know, after he regained consciousness after a long period of time, where is Molana Bam? So the family phoned me and said, uh, Papa is thinking about you. I went to the hospital and I think it was late afternoon. I spent some time with him uh, and after Maghrib he passed away. Mm. Now that's the type of relationship that I'm talking about that has enhanced my life. A person who 
last, right to the last stages of his life, regains consciousness, and among the people that he first thinks about you is the Imam of the Masjid. Mm. Subhanallah. And, um, and many such I- incidents. I mean, Mulan, it's just amazing. One person whom I will never forget, uh, and many of them were in the initial stages who were so helpful. Uh, I came in and, I, you know, you know, you're alone. As I said, you know, you're alone in the, in the masjid, staying there in the masjid. So there used to be Marhum Ibrahim by Bula. He was the first person who one day after Isha came and said, now what are you doing alone? Come every day or whenever I get a chance, I'll come and take you. We'll go and meet people. And the first person who took me for a drive to the Johannesburg CBD, and of course that time it was good to travel in the Johannesburg CBD. Again, just to tell you mm. um, the, the relationship. Uh, so when Kari Rashid Ajmeri came to Mayfair Masjid mm. as an imam for many years, so when he came, there was um, a get-together. There was a get-together in the Mayfair Masjid. And Mayfair Masjid started off, I think, later on, and maybe after I, I was an imam, say, about a couple of years back, after a couple, maybe, maybe say, about eight, nine years. So there was a da'wah to, to welcome him to be the new imam in Mayfair Masjid. Mm. So after we finished, Ibrahim Bula said, come, uh, let's, let's, take a dry, let's take a walk home. And he was staying right opposite uh, Mayfair Masjid. And subhanAllah, I, I, I walked him home. And I, from after walking him home, he wasn't too well at that time. And I left. And three o'clock in the morning, I got a phone that Ibrahim Bula had passed away. Now, you see, I'm just trying to say that's the type of relationship that has been built. And normally I tell, I tell many young alims who come and tell me, I said, and let's face it today, now young alims don't want to become al- uh, imams. They find it to be too restrictive. Mm-hmm. But I said, one, some of the most meaningful relationships in my life, has been built not as a secretary general of the Jamiat, which mm. alhamdulillah has had its um, fair share of meeting people and sometimes high-profile people. And, but you, you, you meet them at that level. But the one-to-one level has been because of the imamat. And, uh, you know, something that I spoke uh, during the course of a nikah uh, last week Sunday when I read the nikah of a granddaughter of someone who was extremely... Uh, I was touched by this whole particular one incident. So you came, you didn't have a car. So Marhum Hussein by Manak, who had the, uh, the car accessories shop, which his sons are still running. Uh, so one day, you know, I get, a, I get a, a knock on my door there in the Majid house. And I come out, I see Marhum Hussein by uh, Molana, you don't have a car. Uh, I come to the plaza. Eight, up past eight, nine o'clock. I go home one o'clock uh, for lunch. That time the people used to break for lunch and that. Uh, here's my car keys. Uh, whenever you want to run around in the in the day, you 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 to take it. You leave. You come and leave the car by me, and you come and fetch it again at two o'clock, and you take the car wherever you want to go. Mm. And the petrol will be full. So and funny. I still remember it was a, a, a burgundy, a very like a purple. Peugeot, you know, <laughs> uh, and he gave me the key. He said, take the key, and wherever you want to go, you take the car and you just go. You don't even have to ask me, just go and take it. SubhanAllah. <laughs> so that, that is a type of, you know, situation that I'm talking about that had such a uh, remarkable uh, impact upon my life when, when, when you started off in Newtown Masjid. Now, Manolo, when you came, what was the demographics like? I mean, that area has seen a lot of change over the 40 years, but when you just started, what was the setup like? What was the demographics of that area? Manolo, at that time, the, 
you know, I always say, you know, people used to say that you had the yuppies, you know, the young urban professionals, and then you had the muppies, mm. the Muslim urban professionals. And by and large, that time, Forsberg, you know, that time you must still remember it was still part of apartheid. So, uh, Forsberg was among the few places that you could still stay in as Indians, uh, because Fitas was being cleared up as part of the group areas, there, although people used to still stay. And then towards the latter portions of the 80s, things became a little relaxed. Then the apartheid government um, allowed people to stay in Mayfair, uh, not Mayfair West, Mayfair East, and that became open. So the most of the people, the prominent people, and I can still remember people who used to stay in flats. So among the people, like for example, in the flats of the Akarwaya flats, and may Allah tell a reward, Abdul Haq uh, Akarwaya uncle, used to be called uncle. So he used to stay there. Khalil Hassam used to stay on the third floor. Um, and then you had the, Ak- the Akroya Yard. Hmm. And I will never forget the Akroya Yard. It was like a very active place. And uh, Musa, uh, Musa Akroya used to be there. Ibrahim Akroya Blondie was someone whom I uh, used to help me a lot. He used to come home and do my DIY. Uh, you know, my, he used to be good with a hand. He used to bring his um, drill and he used to you know, come and fix up things in the house. Uh, I went with him in his kumbi. He, he used to have a kumbi. And of course, um, uh, he was very, like, you know, uh, harsh upon the children in the Tarawi. Like, you know, he used to sit and he used to discipline the people. And Newtown used to be packed at time for Tarawi. And obviously, the children used to make a noise. And one of the remarkable, you know, uh, memories was uh, the extension in Newtown Masjid. Mm. So, Tarawi time, it was like known the small children used to go play. Uh, football there. Then the elders used to come and take the the, 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 the ball away. So there wasn't a stop. So then the children used to uh, fasten and get all of their socks together, fasten the socks together, make it into a ball, and then they used to play with that. And like, you know, I know many of those youngsters, the, the Kaka youngsters, uh, Zubair and Adil and all of them, they, mm. they used to play there at the back, you know, and sometimes they used to make a noise. And sometimes when I see that um, uh, you know, that small clip and that post where people say that um, uh, when you see children playing in the masjid, don't get worried. Get worried when there is no sound of children in the masjid. Mm. It, you know, I, it just reminds me of uh, Newtown Masjid. It was an amazing the stuff, you know, uh, atmosphere for, for Tarawi, etc. And uh, yes, uh, so these are the type of people that, you know, I'm talking about. And then Khalil Hassam used to stay, Dr. Jasat used to stay in, in, in Crown Road. Um, Mantra, they used to be a person whom I was thinking this morning about um, Mia Patel. Mm. Now, Mia Patel was the father of Malana Musa Patel, who is teaching the Hadith in Darulum, Azadwal, uh, YP Patel, Nazir Patel, Imran Patel. And he had a wonderful sense of humor, you know. He was an elderly person, Mia Patel, used to sit in a specific place in Newtown Masjid. Uh, sometimes, I still remember, he used to be invited and uh, he used to, you know, sometimes smoke cigarette and he had a very unique way of smoking it, putting it right in the side of his mouth and he had a very good sense of humor and you know when I think about him I think about this hadith that Nabi Karim Sallallahu said the way you live that's the way you will die mm. amazingly attached to the masjid right so uh, he used to come to the masjid I still remember the car he did a Toyota white car and then one day coming back from the masjid 
he suffered a heart attack and his car knocked into something and he passed away while coming back from the masjid. You know, uh, the way you live, that's the way you will die. And he had a, they had a small, uh, you know, group of people. They used to be very close. So it used to be uh, Haji Bai Musa, Maji Musa Bai Budanya, uh, and uh, Mia Patel, uh, Petson, Uncle Petson, uh, sometimes Kusadia. They used to get together from time to time. And I've had, I had many, many lunches. Uh, in uh, the back of um, the Bodania wholesalers. And Bodania wholesalers, that time was not where it is today. It was a little bit closer to the main road. Many, many lunches. And I, I recall with great fondness some of the statements of uh, Haji Musa Bodania. One of it, one of I, I have to relate. Uh, so uh, Haji Musa Bodania used to be very instrumental when uh, visitors, visiting scholars and ulama used to come. Hmm. So when the visiting ulama and scholars used to come, sometimes they used to come for a collection. So Hajibai Musa Bodania used to take them uh, around or find out. So, uh, so he used to call me Molvibai. Molvibai, kitla thia, kitla loko collection dida. So I remember saying that, Juni, we got so much and some people have promised. So he said, Jay loko promised ki do pay, you know what, no ki karta. And he used to give his famous statement, Nagduhu wa kararuhu. Udaruhu wa fasaduhu. Whatever cash you got, that is, that is stable, you got it. Whatever is udar, whatever they promise you, they're going to give in your collection, or fasaduhu. That is corruption. You don't know whether you'll get it or not. Mm. So uh, he had a, a wonderful, you know, I, spent, I said I spent many, many lunches uh, in, in the back of Bodania wholesalers. And always, always, there was someone and someone there, and there was something and something for lunch mm. that was there. And that was um, his uh, situation. So we have many, many, some beautiful, uh, I don't know, I'm just trying to think it. I mustn't forget some of the people. One, one of the persons that I will never forget is uh, Haji Yusuf Mia, known as Pinky Mia. Pinky mm. Mia had a fish and chip shop, and the, the name of the shop was known as Pinky's. So um, his fish was very famous. I remember several times he used to come and um, bring that fish, you know, when he was, if he was uh, closing earlier on Saturday, bring a piece of fish and say, today I brought you a fish from Pinkies. And he was Amir of the Jamaat. And that time, uh, Newtown was perhaps the, the most active in terms of Tablik Jamaat. Mm. Uh, when they used to go, they uh, uh, outgushed. Uh, they used to go with uh, almost 30, 40 people for outgushed. You know, and there used to be several cars that used to go out, and the 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 in gush used to be like you know many what forty fifty people going for gush, and Haji Hussein, I mean Haji Yusuf Mia Pinky was uh, the Amir, and Subhanallah, he had a remarkable way of bringing people together, and one of his great qualities was that the people in in the Malay townships. Nuclear Bosmon Ravali, Allah, they used to love Haji Yusuf Mia Pinky. He used to be someone, and I don't know how many times I went with him to Ravali. Subhanallah, he used to go and speak to them as if he was the house person. Hmm. You know, they used to like, you know, look upon him as, as a spiritual guide. And even later on, if they had any problem, any problem, the way now people go to the Jamiat office, people used to come to Haji Yusuf Mia. Mm. Pinky Mia was the person who used to and there were three people that time they used to do the whistles and I will never forget you know that time they didn't have whistle rooms so you used to have a mobile uh, type of uh, bath which used to be a steel, steel bath and it had steel legs right and then you used to put it up 
and then used to bring the body in the wuzu khana of Newtown Masjid. Now, three people used to do uh, ghusl, right? One was uh, Yusuf Mia Pinky, one was uh, Banja by Kuvadia, may Allah tell his cover with Noor also, and uh, one was uh, uh, Muhammad by Wadi, who alhamdulillah is still alive and still every, uh, still reads namaz in Newtown Masjid. These three people used to do the ghusl by and large. Mm. You know, and uh, two of them have passed on. Banjaba used to be, used to do the the kafan, and he used to cut the kafan. And I went to several times to his house, and I always he used to tell me Molvi by chula you know. So, so he was very keen that he mustn't mustn't uh, waste the calico. So he used to say, you know, apriem karet, and the the calico gets less wasted. And if we do it this way, it's easier to cut, but the calico gets wasted. Therefore, I'm going to do it this way. So as a young person, I I, I one day told him, I say, panchaba ima uva farak pari gyoje here and there. If you say nene mosa bo farak pari, I komne amanachhe. It's we we have to we have to we have to look after it. Yeah. Subhanallah. So Banjabai Kuwadia was amongst those who was there, as I made mention. One person again, uh, I don't know, I just tried to think, I wasn't forget people. So another person whom we used to read uh, uh, Jumma namazes in, in Utah, a lot, of, a lot of them used to come from different places, yeah. was Marhum Mala Abdul Qadir Malik Puri. Now, Malan Abdul Qadir Malik Puri uh, used to be teaching in um, tramway building. And subhanallah, one day I went to see him when he was teaching. The class was full, full. I think there must have been 70, 80, 90 people in his class, 90 mm. children in his class. But the way he controlled it, no one made a noise, right? And uh, he used to come for, uh, to, to, for Juma to Newtown, uh, something very amazing. Uh, and then uh, people used to... Uh, uh, you know, so one day I remember him uh, very, very amazingly. <laughs> I, I went to have one or two time lunches there by his place. So one day he said, One day, two o'clock in the morning, someone phoned me and said, Molana, uh, a child has been born in my house and I phoned to give you the good tidings and the glad tidings. And now he said, I was angry that if someone's wife gave birth, you don't have to phone me two o'clock in the morning. You could have told me next morning. It's not like an emergency <laughs> that you come and tell me two o'clock in the morning. He yeah. says, so he said that he even made me more angry. And he says, we want such a name that no one got such a name. Yeah. He said, as it is, I was angry. They phoned me two o'clock in the morning to tell me something that could have waited in the morning. So I'm telling you, I told you I was so angry. I said, Iblis Raku, Raki Buko, Koina Pai, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was Abdul Qadir Malikpuri, also uh, a remarkable person, good sense of humor, and someone whom, from a historical perspective, more people don't realize this, he was a secretary general of the Jamiat for a long period of time. Hmm. He used to handwrite the minutes, and up till now I still got those minutes. That's, we still, Jamiat still is in possession of those minutes. A remarkable writing in Urdu. And from the historical perspective, he went to the northwestern frontier province with Maulana Shamsul Haq Afghani, one of our great scholars. And Maulana Shamsul Haq Afghani was part of the Tanwi group who wanted Pakistan, and he went to go and uh, convince the people of uh, that province to vote for Pakistan. And Maulana Abdul Qadir told me, said, I was with him. And Maulana convinced him to come to Dabel. Hmm. So, Mona Shamsul Afghani, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 
taught for several years in Dabel by the insistence of Mawlana Abdul Qadir Malik Puri. Uh, initially, we also had uh, Ismail Danka, who is still alive, who used to read and make the Azan uh, in Newtown Masjid, especially Maghrib and, uh, and Juma. So, yes, so these are the people who were there. Uh, again, one of the other very big, um, you know, memories I had was in 1984, I read Tarawi with Morana Nazir Sanjalvi and um, uh, what is his name, the person who used to read with. Uh, it's a the Mia Abdul Khalik Mia, right? Uh, so Abdul Khalik Mia and um, uh, so I I read the first six rakats. Abdul Khalik Mia uh, read the sec- second six rakats, and Morana Aziz Sanjalvi read the uh, eight, the last eight rakats. Morana Aziz Sanjalvi's Tarawi was very very well known. Mm. Morana had a very melodious voice, had a very unique way in reading Tarawi. And people used to love coming to Newtown because of that. Newtown used to be full for Tarawi. I had the opportunity of making one Tarawi with Moran Aziz Sanjalvi in 1984. And in 1985, uh, Mufti Mahmoud Sahib came and spent... Uh, uh, Ramadan in Newtown in 1985. So yes, these are some of the people that I just made mention. Some of them, Abu Bakr Mayat, uh, spent many, many years in, in Newtown. Uh, there used to be a person by the name of Professor Kaji, who used to come and sit at a particular place. Sadiq Bai, Sadiq Bai Timol, used to sit at a particular place for Juma for I don't know how many years. And he used to come for Tarawi, Ya Allah. When people were leaving the masjid, uh, reading late Awabin, uh, you know, uh, you know, they, they were reading the, uh, the, uh, the, the that particular time. Uh, he used to be coming in for Tarawi namaz, and he used to sit on the right hand side of the Imam. For many many years, he used to be there, and um, Subhanallah, he used to be there for a very long period of time. So yeah, and then uh, he also passed away. Allah Taala grant him uh, Jannatul Firdaus. Uh, the corner, the corner shop where uh, there used to be Musa Waja had his um, uh, furniture shop. Uh, so yes, and then one thing that was very, very uh, amazing, Morana. I don't know. I thought I'll be finished this thing. It, 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 I don't think I've even come mm-hmm. nearby some of the, uh, the the points that I would like to make mention of. So we got um, next week, Morana. Don't worry. Uh, huh? We got next week also. Don't worry. Inshallah. <laughs> I don't know if there's any. Did you maybe send out the, the, yeah, the, the, the numbers? There are messages, mm-hmm. but uh, we're uh, going through it. The, the, the timeline is quite good, mashallah. Yeah. There used to be people who used to be very specific. And someone was like uh, Professor Kaji, if I'm not mistaken, he used to in a particular way. He used to come in. Much of the time in, in, in Ramadan, he used to be reading Quran. And obviously, he went and thereafter set up the masjid in Homestead Park, known as the Homestead Park Juma Masjid. Uh, he used to be there for a long period of time. Uh, the one point that I would really like to make mention of, and it's something that gives me great amount of uh, uh, pleasure. And I'm among the people with regard to Tarawi, that, that I, I must say that uh, I had, as I said, I read with Morana Aziz Sanjalvi, read with Morana Ismail Pandor, uh, you know. Uh, Sufi Sab's brother read Tarawi with him once. Read Tarawi with Mona Junaid Hassam uh, once. Uh, uh, someone who has remained a very good friend, um, Hafiz Yaqub, Hafiz Dr. Yaqub Vahid, read Tarawi with him once. And uh, read uh, Tarawi with many, many uh, people over the years. And again, I hope I didn't forget one once. Uh, uncle, uh, Marhum Abdul Haq Ekalwaya, was very close to Qari Usman. 
So Kari Usman was a his class teacher in uh, in uh, Newtown for a long period of time, but because of his papers not being right, he had to leave. So people talk about him highly. Mm. And uh, when I came in, two people used to talk very highly about him, Uncle Ekelwaya and Marhum Saj Ekelwaya. Saj Ekelwaya also used to be long term, very long period, uh, uh, Newtown Musalli. He was very close to Kari Usman. So one Ramadan, Kari Usman, uh, they called him out of memory. You know, they brought him because of his memory. And he read a couple of Tarawis again. And he brought back memories for the elderly people who were in Newtown and he was at his peak. So Kari Usman used to be reading very well, and people used to love his reading. He had a Hafiz class, so the Hafiz boys used to say that uh, he had a unique way. He used to turn around after Maghrib Namaz, and after he walked towards uh, the way the Musallis were reading Namaz, with one glance, he knew which students were present and who were not present. And those who were not <laughs> present, they were in trouble, because he knew you were not in Maghrib Namaz. Hmm. So, um, and then, um, you know, so one of the things that, uh, that was very, very uh, something that uh, I cherish great memories about was uh, the Newtown Madrasa. So the Newtown Madrasa, uh, I, I taught there for many, many years. Hmm. And Ahmad Durwesh was the principal. Mufti Suleiman Pandor was a mentor. Um, and there used to be people. One of them was um, uh, Hafiz Abed, who was in charge of the... Uh, the the his class with Abdul Samad Daler, Monana Yusuf Durwesh. Uh, I'll never forget them. For myself and Mufti Fahim, Mayat used to teach for a long period of time together. And uh, one of the things that when we came in, uh, Besti Zewar used to be taught in Urdu. Hmm. And myself and Mufti Fahim, and even every year when Mufti Fahim comes, he reminds me, he said, remember how we had a struggle to, to teach the Besti Zewar in English. Because there was such a, that particular time, they teach it in Urdu. And we said, now the children don't understand it half the time I remember the students they never used to know the Masail of Vesti uh, Zewar they used to go home and they used to memorize the words of Vesti Zewar so they used to come and you used to see them now they come with Vesti Zewar and they just went and they're reading it hmm. so I said what did you read what was the tra- what, what was give me the translation they never knew it because they went to memorize it. So we felt that, listen, I mean, what, what is the... And of course, uh, later on when the Jamia changed the syllabus uh, into English, one of the reasons, and Moana Ayub Kachwi will bear evidence and testimony to this, they went to Mufti Mahmoud Rahmatullahi, and Mufti Mahmoud Rahmatullahi uh, then asked them and said that, uh, what people have came, said, we came to ask you, should we keep the syllabus in Urdu or in English? So Moana um, Ayub mentions that um, Mufti Sahib started saying certain things in Sanskrit. Mufti Sahib knew it, and he, he related something in Sanskrit. So he asked the people who came to make the mashra, you understand what I read, or what I said? He said, no, you said in a, in a language we don't understand. So Mufti Sahib said, um, uh, then how do you expect the children to understand? Subhanallah. And he didn't say anything else. He didn't say anything else. Mm. He just said, we, we, it took us a whole big delegation to make Mashura, should we keep the, uh, the syllabus in Urdu or change it into English? And Mufti Sahib only did this much. He said the few things in Sanskrit everyone heard, and after they heard, you know, they, they, he said, Samja, ne Samja. So he said, how do you expect the children to understand? Mm. And that was the end of the Mashura. We got the message.
So that was the stuff. And the same thing, I mean, uh, one of the things, one, <laughs> one thing leads to the other. So, um, you know, one of the amazing things that I find was the relationships and sometimes the changing of relationships. Yeah, I, the, the Newton trustees were very uh, initially regarded to be difficult people. And they were, they were, they were people who were, uh, each and every one had his own stance. So you had um, A.K. Mia had his own stance. Uh, Said Kachalya had, Madhurwesh had, uh, Nazir, Nazir Sanjalvi, and they even had a constitutional committee. Now I must tell you about this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Allah, I'll never forget this stuff. So the first AGM took place, I think it was in 1984. Yeah. So Newtown, as I said, everyone wanted control of Newtown Masjid. So it was a pet AGM in the extension. Hmm. And um, there was a constitutional committee. The constitutional committee was Said Kachalya, Moni Nazir Sanjalvi, Harun Ali, Mohammed Baiwadi, and some of the other they couldn't agree. Uh, some of the other, uh, there is uh, some of the stuff that some people uh, delayed the process and whatever it was. The, 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 the co- so they were supposed to report back, and that particular AGM, you know, um, turned out to be quite a fiasco. Mm. In the sense that it turned out to be a major argument and dispute. And to such an extent that uh, uh, Marhum uh, Musabai Laher uh, took out his gun and said, Whoever can continue this fight, I'll put a stop to it. And, yeah, Allah, it was, it was a. Care, care. Then Marhum uh, Gardi. Uh, you know, from the f- from the flats opposite uh, in Bree Street, said that by listen, we can't continue with this particular manner of the method. Let's let's uh, uh, put a, let's postpone the meeting. Then we give the constitutional committee time to uh, to go and do the constitution, and let's postpone the meeting. Mm. So the meeting was postponed. I remember even like people like Haji Yusuf Mia. I remember, yeah, Allah, he also became angry on one statement that was made from the floor, and it was just an amazing. So then. Zor time came and they had lunch. Now I was young. I I never ever saw something like this in my life. You know, mm-hmm. the first time you come to a meeting and it ends off in a such a, a dispute, arguments, and in in in, in chaos. So in Zor Namaz, yeah, I cried in the Zor Namaz. So much so that I found it difficult. Although it, Zor Namaz is a Silent. time where you, there's no, there's no, there's no, uh, this yeah. of, you know, Kerat to read. And I cried in the, in, in the Namaz. So afterwards, like, you know, I, I must tell you the different, the different reactions. So some people say that Luke and Morana was so hurt by the proceedings and by the, by the fighting that uh, he cried. And some people really, some people afterwards told me, Monana, you are a leader. Uh, as a leader, you're not supposed to cry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, I found it very difficult to comprehend that you didn't cry because you expected to cry. You cried because uh, you were just hurt by the proceedings and what had happened. And uh, I came to realize, that, that day I came to realize, you'll never be able to please the entire community. Yeah. <laughs> so why you were crying? Some people said Monana cried because he was hurt by the proceedings, and other people said, "Man, Monana, you are leader. As a leader, you don't cry. You show leadership. Said, yeah, Allah, you'll never be able to please. So you do whatever you can, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that particular, and then since then, I, I mean, it, it, I've always had a particular way with regard to running of the masjid. As long as the masjid is running correctly, uh, you know, sometimes having too much of meetings and AGMs, and especially if those AGMs, um, you know, degenerate into uh, control for power and degenerate into uh, points of contention. Sometimes you're better off having someone who runs the masjid properly uh, without having all of these 
type of um, fitna that happens sometimes in the elections and control for power and control for masjid. Mm-hmm. The main thing about the masjid is the masjid must be running correctly. Uh, it's something that uh, uh, I, I came about uh, taking that particular view because of that particular meeting that happened, which I saw, I think it was in 1984, 1985. It's something that has always sticked in my mind. So, yes, uh, there is there is a governance procedure which needs to be adhered to, at least the basic things. But um, I, I'm not very, I've never really been uh, a stickler for a particular method of running a masjid, as long mm. as the masjid is running correctly. Mm. You know, the different methodologies can be used. So this is something that came about because of um, uh, experience. SubhanAllah. Well, I really want to make mention, but I don't think I'll be able to get a chance of the people who came. But one point I want to end off with, mm. and that is I had the good fortune of being uh, the uh, Hafiz class. I used to run the Hafiz class for many, many, for at least the first three, four years when I came to Newtown. And some people who became Hafiz at my hands, and I hope Allah Ta'ala make that the means of my forgiveness. Uh, amongst them was Mulana Muhammad Hussein Akalwaya. Mulana Yahya Akalwaya, who passed on. Ya Allah. He was a model Hafiz student. If ever I had a model youth student, you never had any problem in him not learning his sabak. Never ever had problem in him not learning his door. A model youth student. Uh, Hafez Riyaz Bemat and his father and them also were many, many years in um, um, you know, a at Newtown Masjid. And um, Hafez Naeem Danka also became a Hafez. And one person whom I, I must relate this incident. Someone whom I'm very proud of, you know, is Molana Muhammad Pandor. Mm. Molana Muhammad Pandor is known as Kesper, you know, Kaspa. Now, Kesper, people used to regard him and say that Kesper was a person who was uh, naughty. I never regarded him as naughty. He was just a lovable person when he was young. He was so active. And everyone in the masjid knew Kesper. Whether the, the religious people knew him, the business class people, the youngsters, the elderly, everyone knew Kesper because he was so active. He was running around everywhere. Everyone knew him. He was very popular. I never regarded him as naughty. I just regarded him as someone. But he had this perception. People had this perception. You know, Kesper is like this and Kesper Bo, Bo Mastan. But I mean, I always did. And sometimes I think, I know he doesn't like me to say this, that if, inshallah on the day of Kiabat, maybe perhaps one of the things that I will present as my good deeds will be Moli Muhammad Pandor. He became half mm. by hand. So just to tell you his perception, the day he was about to complete, I went to his grandfather. His mm. grandfather used to be right next to the masjid. Now his grandfather used to be a stern person, right? And he regular Muslim, but stern, you know. And one day I recall I wore a black jacket with a yellow trimming. Mm. I think it was a Diadora uh, jacket. You know, someone gave me the jacket and you young, you say, this is a lovely jacket, let me wear it. And after Namaz, you know, Marhum caught hold of me and said, Imam Tene Aiki jacket, you know, how can you wear such a jacket? It's so bright, you know, yellow stripes. You know, so I went to tell him that, Mamato Hafez Tayel Uche, you know, to be going to have this last sabak, you must come. So he didn't say, eh, how can Hafez Barwado? You know, who is he going to be Hafez? I said, eh, to Hafez so he was like, you know, like uh, almost like not believing. And after he became a Hafiz, after several weeks or so, one day Musa, uh, Molana came, 
you know, that time he had a long haircut and he used to be cut off his hair. Molana, I'm going to Davel. Allahu Akbar. And if he not only went to Davel, he became a Molana today. People love him and people entrust uh, amanat to him to help the poor. Subhanallah. Mm. So I would like to take some credit with regard to that. So Molana, we can carry on. These are just some of the, you know, the messages. I don't know if any messages has come through. Yeah, there are messages, but now I'm looking at the clock also. We have run out of time. Uh, maybe we can, I don't know, maybe read it out in the next program if the messages are still here on the tablet. Um, inshallah, Brana. Uh, you'll tell your advice how you want to take this forward, and then uh, you can take it from there, inshallah. Yeah. Is there anything that, that is uh, interesting? Maybe you could just, maybe I'm not sure. It says they uh, have found uh, have fond memories of Newtown. Akujis were next to the masjid. was very yes. nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, then they got here. This one is a very lengthy message. It says, uh, Alhamdulillah, time in Fordsburg in the 80s with Marana Baum, being an imam at Hamidia Masjid in Newtown, Jamitul Ulama Fordsburg was great. Having ulama like Marana Baum, amazing, and lifted Fordsburg with nur and inspiration. Ramadan was exceptionally filled with sukur and khair. Uh, those were my first years of marriage coming from a small town and coming to the city of Johannesburg was a big change in, and inspiring us was Marana, Marana's wife Khadija. Humble, kind person inspired us young brides. And they go on to say here, yeah, May Allah keep Manana Baum happy, smiling and strong, always inspiring us uh, long as long as we are in this dunya. Being with my in-laws and as a naughty husband and his friends, subhanallah, as naughty as they were, boys are men, you know, walked around and they walked to the masjid. They loved Manana Baum and Mahabba and all the love in that. They spent time together. They ran to the masjid, enjoyed Manabam's company, which was inspiring. The next who, who, one. I just read that last one. I didn't get it. Just, just read it again. This was, uh, okay. It says that they were, my first years of marriage coming from a small town and coming to the city of Johannesburg was a big change. And inspiring us was Molana's wife, Khadija. A humble, kind person inspired us young brides. May Allah keep Molana Baum happy and smiling and strong. Being with my in-laws and a naughty husband and his friends, subhanallah, as naughty as they were boys and men, they walked to the masjid, they loved Molana Baum with mahabba, all went and spent a lot of time. They ran to the masjid, enjoyed Molana Baum's company, which was inspiring. Um, the next one is also a very lengthy message, but let me see. It's already 10 o'clock. Okay, let me read it quickly. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marana Habib, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the airwaves of Radio Islam. May Allah reward you abundantly. Subhanallah. Our esteemed Marana Baum had a very, made a very humble statement indeed, saying how the mutawallis, trustees, and the musallis of Hamidiyah Masjid has enriched Marana's life and how much Marana has benefited from serving here for 40 years. Alhamdulillah, the community of Newtown and surrounding areas benefited tremendously from our honorable Marana Baum. Whenever one speaks of the Hamidia Newton Masjid, we are associated with it. We associate it with Manana Bam. May Allah Ta'ala accept Manana's contribution and effort in serving the community of Newtown. Like Manana speaks about the children playing at the back of the masjid, my children were part of that group running to the cafe in between Tarawih Salah. Jazakallah to Manana for sharing such an amazing memory of uh, Newtown. May Allah reward Manana abundantly, preserve Manana, keep him in our midst. Amen. 
Uh, so we have to stop here, Mara. It's 10 or 1 already. <laughs> All right. Well, but I would appreciate if you could send me some of those. Uh, uh, maybe you can copy and paste it into, a, into an email and send it to me. I would appreciate it. And inshallah, I would love to share some of the advisors of the ulama who have come over the years to Newtown uh, and some of the interesting incidents that happened with them while they, while, when they came to Newtown. Inshallah. So I'm inviting you. You can come on tomorrow between 9 and 10. No, no, let's leave it for now. Next week, inshallah. Inshallah. Okay, Mr. Zakir, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.